Hey podcast, uh, the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. That's right, I put out the huge deck. How many pages was that, 270? The, the, the deck I put out on my birthday uh, is out there now and now I'm scared. Why am I scared? Because people love consuming information but they hate doing the things in the information. So we're doing the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. What does that mean? I am now challenging you, my audience, to make content at scale. Use the hashtag Gary V Challenge in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn so that we can find your stuff and I'm gonna pick some winners in January of the people that have gone out and actually made, making, contextually making, making at scale. Please go do that, go check it out. Looking forward to it, please enter. Doing always is better than reading. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey guys, uh, on what you're about to hear on the podcast is an interview. We're doing a bunch of new stuff. These are just gonna be interviews I'm gonna do this year. We're gonna continue the Ask Gary B show, but that's gonna be old school where you guys ask me questions and I answer and we have a new show for you that I don't know if we've launched by the time this came out so I'm not gonna give it away in the preview uh, but uh, in this interview, I actually, I thought it was really good. I'm like really excited for you guys to listen. I just kind of said that in, in a room for a bunch of people. They agreed with me with their head nods so it's a really good show uh, and please pick up the book because uh, I have a funny feeling it will help a lot of you knowing my audience. Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, so. In this new year in 2020, we're doing a bunch of different formats for the podcast and content, not just kind of putting it all under the umbrella of the Ask Gary V show, which is super ironic because this episode of the, of the audio experience, uh, we're gonna be interviewing a author, but the 100%, I'm, I'm sure Colin is so uncomfortably remarkable, uh, uh, and we'll find that all out, but 100% of the reasons that he is sitting here is because India, the former star of the Ask Gary V show, uh, now works with him because she moved. For all you super hardcore OG Ask Gary V fans, uh, India is actually in studio, so I know you're all fired up. Uh, but but this uh, this part of the uh, conversation is about Colin. So Colin, for everybody who uh, is listening give them the kind of framework of who you are and what this book that just came out is about. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll get into some jamming. Yeah, absolutely, Gary, it's great to be here. And we are grateful to have India on the team. Uh, she uh, moved to the West Coast, my hometown, Portland, Oregon. So uh, I guess that's a little bit where my story starts. I'm from Portland, Oregon. Uh, the book that came out today is called The Impossible First, From Fire to Ice, Crossing Antarctica Alone. Um, I last year became the very first person in history to cross Antarctica solo, um, completely unsupported and unaided. So no outside support. I had to carry all my food and fuel with me, 375 pounds sled 54 days all alone uh, adventurers and explorers have been attempting this feat uh, for over 100 years and people have died attempting it um, no one had ever been able to do it before and I kind of cracked the code and was so the able ones to that do didn't it. die would just quit and turn around yeah or like run out of food or run out of supplies and call for support obviously getting support or pickup uh, in the middle of Antarctica is not an easy thing but it can be done you can be extracted um, but the reason the title is called from fire to ice is uh, 12 years ago actually the book came out today but it's also the 12 year anniversary of a tragic accident in my life I was severely burned in a fire 12 years ago in Thailand and the doctors told me I would never walk again normally so uh, um, it's humbling but also a proud day to know that uh, that that diagnosis was wrong I was able to recover from that um, and achieve some things on the other end of it that I never thought were possible at the time so How'd you do it? <laughs> um, I know it's something you talk a lot about, but it's really the power of the mind. The mindset for me was shit. was the difference. Can you answer something for me that yes. will finally like help me in my life? Yes. Is being cold a mindset? 
It's being called a mindset. You know, I think that you because can I don't definitely wear coats, yeah. right? And everybody like like makes fun of me for this. And then I'm always like, but I'm from Belarus and I make this joke that like I was from Russia. So, I, but, <laughs> but I don't believe that. Do you get cold? Not if I don't want to. Right, right. I mean, it was the, so the average temperature in Antarctica was about minus 30 degrees every single day. I was pulling my sled 12 plus hours a day, wind chill minus 70 degrees, and I was out there alone for two months. Um, and I didn't end up with any severe frostbite or anything like that. A few little frost nips on my nose. I'm not sure it was all in my mind. I wasn't walking out there completely naked. Wim, sure, Hoff, Wim Hof did uh, blurb the book, but I don't know if you could make it completely uh, naked out there. But um, definitely was able to keep myself warm, particularly when you're pulling a 375 pound sled. And that's the point, right? Sled. It's not a binary thing to your point. Right. It's not like you're going to like, you know... I was, I guess my punchline is this. I'm, I'm, I failed all my science classes, so that didn't put me in a position to really know the answer to any of these questions. But on my intuition, I'm wildly fascinated by people underestimating the power of the brain. Absolutely. I mean, that's where that feels so right to me. And even like the reaction of the room, like, I don't, bro, I really believe in it. That's, I mean, that's my truth. As I said, you know, from Fire Dice, people say, how did you get out of this Thai hospital? So go deeper into the book, obviously, but real quick, I was jumping a flaming jump rope in Thailand when I was 22 years old. Not the brightest move ever. You told ever. me this story, right? Yeah, I think I've told you this before. The Remi- rope, like, rope you're, wrapped you're, around my yeah, legs. Re- remind me where, you, where we cross paths on this because I know this story and like when you started telling, I'm like, fuck, I know this story. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I, like, I know this story. Yeah, we. I've, I've been in here before. I know AJ a little that's bit. Right. You know, we've got that's mutual right. friends. When you were in, talking Steph about Bagley like, and right, and like others. the Nike yeah. guy and all that. So I, yeah, was like, exactly. I was like sitting here, I'm like, man, why is this like so obvious to me? Yes, yes. Swan sits, one of my dear friends dinner with her last yep. night shout out to swan and she's, awesome. she's a dear friend of yours so got a lot of mutual folks yes. um but anyways uh 12 years ago yeah so the rope wraps around my legs lit my body completely on fire to my neck I have to dive in the ocean to extinguish the flames i'm on a tiny little island in thailand there's no proper hospital moped ride to a you know dirt i think path. i asked you this at the time but like why did that happen like why you fuck up on the, the <laughs> rope thousands of people do that every night in thailand and i just had bad luck i you know excess kerosene on the rope and it just splattered me and lit me on fire but the, the piece about the mindset that was key was in that hospital there's a cat running around my bed in the icu yes, I remember mom saying, saying you know the doctor saying to me you'll never walk in normally and my mother incredible woman that she is she flies all the way over to thailand to kind of rescue me she walks in my room she's crying in the hallways you know pleading for good news from the doctor but she shields me from that fear she walks in she goes colin like what's your goal what do you want to do with the rest of you? you're 22 years old your life is not over and i was kind of like i don't know i'm like dark deep dark spiral downward spiral and she's like no seriously what is your goal and i go close my eyes and i was like mom i just visualized myself crossing the finish line at a triathlon and i figured she was going to look at me and go like yeah i said set a goal but look at your legs and the doctor said you're not going to walk and she goes, all right, that's your goal. Let's do that. Let's talk about it every day. Let's visualize it. Let's get it in Did your you mind. Did you give a shit about triathlons I'd never then? done it before. I, I'd swam in college, but like it just in my mind when I figured like, what's a fit person? I guess yeah. I, like a, a highlight reel of like the Kona Ironman or something popped into my head. I'd never done a triathlon before. And so, you know, it's a long story. When but did you do this? This, so the, the, tri- the, Antarctica Crossing was last year. That what the book is when really I saw about. You, but the burn accident you hadn't done it yet, right? Hadn't or done you that did? yet. I had a couple other world did you tell records. Me you were going, yeah, I remember. Did you yeah. tell me you were going to? I'm trying to. I remember. I'm remembering a lot more yeah. about that meeting. Yeah. Did you say you were going to, or it was? I had just come off a different world record project where I set the speed record for climbing the tallest mountain on each of the seven continents and going yes, north sir, and yes, south sir. pole. Yep. Um, so that was called the Explorer's Grand Slam. But then going all the way back to you know the burn accident, 2009, 2010. I was recovering from that. Moved to Chicago because I needed a job. I was a commodities trader for a quick Colin, minute. Yeah, real quick. 
you're really good at doing crazy ass shit. You know what I'm really good at? <laughs> Selling it. books. All right. So let's sell these books. Here's how we're gonna do it. You're not gonna tell the whole fucking book. I'm not on gonna this tell fucking the podcast. Book. So we're done with that story. We're going somewhere else. All right. Let's you're do it. You're probably gonna do 800 other things where you'll tell the whole thing. Everybody, please just buy this book for India. Okay. So, Colin, talk to me about this. Where does like. I actually want you to go. It's funny now. I'm like vibing, and that's why I interrupted you heavy. I love it. By the way, I'm re- by the way, Andy, you're gonna love this. We're we're launching interrupted by Gary V as my interview <laughs> show. Yes, right. Because look, I have to own it. Like I, I, it's yeah. Because you know what they're gonna say. I know it's a gift and a curse. All right, listen. I, I love it. I'm with it. Let's um, let's ride. All right, let's sell huh, these books. Talk to me how much. I want you to go very real because I think you can actually help a lot. Of, you help a lot yeah. of people through this. I'm going to give you a curveball that I think you're going to hit and bring a lot of value because I think this is very interesting to me. How much of what you're going through right now do you think about in like a personal brand evil Knievel way? Personal brand evil yeah. Knievel way. How yeah. much in the way you're you're strategizing? Yeah. You're, you're living this life now. You're in, you're so yeah. young still. Yeah. You were young at 22, laying there with uh, you know fire, and, and now you're young again. Yes. You're putting these wins on the board. You're you've figured out a way to play with your brain that's making shit happen. Yep. You've got this book that's gonna do well. Here's what I'll say. Please. Here's what I'll say. This is that my wife Jenna Bisaw. She's in the room. She is really uh, not only my wife, an incredible person, but my business partner. Um, and her and I, and we do talk about this in the book. And I think this appeals to your audience. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the book. I'm going to say, but this, this <laughs> okay. idea is in there. Go ahead. Is that well, actually? We, Colin, you stop. Can you read the book verbatim here right now for the rest of the yeah, scene? the entire thing. Hold on. So page one. Colin O'Brady, <laughs> Fire to Ice, Crossing an Article Alone. Go ahead. Um, no. So. Actually, are you doing an audiobook? I read it myself. Good for you. That's where I was going to read go. the first. I'm going to read the first line because I think you might enjoy it. I believe I will. The uh, first line of the book is, I started thinking about my hands. That was my first mistake. Boom, you're in, I man. I do like you're that. In. I do you're like that. In. I'm in. I'm in. You, you're, you said boom, you're in a little too fast. Oh, if you waited a hundredth of a beat, I would have yeah. been more in. Let but go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but one, ta- one thing that we talk about in this book, which is we frame it as from whiteboard into reality. Yes. Because this book, yes, it is, about, yes. it is about the adventure and the feat. But Jenna and I sat in a one bedroom apartment, had no money, had nothing about, no nothing about marketing, branding, any of this stuff. The first project we were going to do was going to cost a half a million dollars. We have $10,000 to our name, a life savings. And I go, we're going to do this project. We go, wait, we don't know about anything about marketing and PR. We literally pull our laptops and we're talking, Google, what's the difference between marketing and PR? I mean, we're asking the most basic question. We're like, the internet's here. Like, let's just start figuring Rob, shit let's out. Let's that article show, and, show up first on Google. <laughs> and so literally that starts happening and we go, we start talking to people. We need sponsorship. We need funding. Talk to a thousand people. No, no, no. You have 200 Instagram followers. Why would we be a part of this? No, no, no. But we kept hustling. We kept grinding. We finally found a couple people to believe in us. And then and now we've pulled out projects at a massive scale but it started there it's how every single thing happens everybody thinks it's like manifesting the secret no here it is you know what you're trying to accomplish and then you have the humility to do the steps to accomplish it which which causes you to deploy an incredible amount of patience and an incredible amount of grind and dirt absolutely and that's asking at scale oh Asking so many people. And recognizing, so I talk a lot about like ask, DM people ask, and I get so much pushback from people after they do it. Yeah. Like I read my DMs, I read my stuff. Gary, you're fucking, you told me to DM 50 fucking famous people to eat shit and be their admin, get close to the fucking sun, you fucking asshole. This, that, the other thing, da, 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 da. And I'm like, and like every time I just, I'm like, 
Dude, you want to be the next fucking great director in Hollywood and you think that you it's oh, you gave up after DMing 50 people on Instagram while taking a shit on a Thursday? Fuck you! <laughs> after we had said, after we had said, a thousand people had said no to us. We had only raised. That was funny. We only <laughs> raised. Can we clip that? That was well on Instagram. We had only raised 150 grand. I'm leaving in six weeks. We need the other 350,000. And I'm still doing press. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. It. Let's keep knocking on doors. And I'm not going to give away the whole thing in the book, but stop. I do talk about it. No. Stop. We're going to bounce. We're going to stop. I'm yeah. not letting right. you stop. I want to clip it. Do you think like even Evil Knievel? Like, do you think. No. Okay. So, the truth is no. Okay, to me, good. I am not framing this around me doing more stunts and people watching me. What I want with this book and the way the to book inspire. is written, really, no, yep. this, this is true, this please, is candid, please. is the book is called The Impossible First, but it is not me, yes, it's edge of your seat adventure storytelling. You'll like it, it's a page turner, it's an epic story, who, whatever, who however, hold on, let me, let me finish, I wanna finish, Bro, I, know I, you, it's not how my brain works. I know you've interrupted, but let me finish this one thought, this one thought, please let Bro, me. Bro, you can do that one thought 8,000 other fucking places in my fucking show you asked to be on. You used fucking <laughs> India, you used fucking India to get on the show, you hired India I to hired use just India to get on your show. To this show. See, Bro, I'm continuing I, the white, I know what you're doing. Whiteboard into reality, bro. Doing, so don't give me some fucking stop story here. I know what the fuck is happening here. So they was, may be confused and, my, and make fun my, of me for interrupting. I'm the least confused fucker you'll ever meet. It was on my whiteboard. It said, I want to meet Gary Vee. And I said, shit, I better hire the girl. She's moving to the West Coast. And here it is, reality. Here it is. That's what I was going to say. That's the last chapter of the book. But no, for real. Not, you're asking your question is about Evil Knievel, which is, it would be easy for us to frame our brand, candidly, it would yeah. be easy to be like, here's a dude that does badass shit, right. watch him do badass shit. shit da, da, da. Like, David Goggins, yeah. respect, like yeah. his brand is like is on fire. I mean, he's just the badass motherfucker yeah. who does hardcore stuff, you like, love him, right? you know, and like, it's somebody on A lot of people are motivated by, I'm, I'm just saying, no knock on no, him at awesome. all. No, no, I, I think you're giving him a lot. You're giving him a ton of love. Tons of love. Everybody's me, got the thing they like doing. For me, like my like heart is not fully in that. After doing this just two weeks ago, I just got back from rowing a boat across Drake Passage, 700 miles to Antarctica in a tiny little rowboat. No one in the world's ever done that either, but I'm not sitting here telling you that story necessarily. But why are you putting that W on the board? I'm, I'm fascinated, it's really clever, and I don't think it's up, I'm sorry, clever's not fair. It, I'm fascinated to, you just brought that up, yeah. why, like what, because what, what are you doing? Here's what I think. Here's what do you, my what thesis. Do you think my thesis is this. What do you think this. you're doing? My thesis is this. Please. Is that my canvas, if I think of myself as an artist, is endurance sports in the outdoors. I love doing that. I'm passionate about it. It makes my heart it. sing. I'm, I'm good at it. Clearly. However, I think the mindset, the skills, the creativity, the hustle, whatever you want to call that, can be manifested in any modality. That could be entrepreneurship. That could be love. That could be business. I and I call this book The Impossible First. I hope that people put this book down. This is not bullshit. And I'm like, pat me on the back. Be like, Colin, you're an amazing athlete. You have 10 world records. You're so cool. Like, that is not an ROI for me. The ROI is when someone puts this book down and goes, I'm gonna do my impossible first now. I'm actually gonna not just DM those 50 people while you I'm taking want, a crap. You want admiration and legacy. I want admiration and legacy. I actually want the ripple effect of positivity of people actually doing stuff. I understand. Yeah. For what? You understand. Like for me, I yeah. want admiration and legacy. You want to own the Jets, bro? No, I do not. <laughs> I, want, I want the game of owning the Jets. And then when I own the Jets, because I will, you want to own the Jets too? Yes. Okay, well, real. is it a race or do you want to like jump on board? <laughs> I'm not Got it. I'm not. I'm very selfish on this one. I'm collabing on everything else. I'm very selfish on this one. I think, I think you know, it's really interesting. It took me a long time to know. I'm listening to you. I'm, I always see the world through optimism and 
and cynicism, yep. right? And I always say to myself, like, it took me a long, long time. I'm like, fuck, why am I like this? Like, why am I not as motivated by money even though I'm this entrepreneur? Why did I create this thing called I wanna buy the Jets for the whole world? To make everybody completely confused to think that's what I'm actually up to. That was your answer. As somebody who knows, like, my, my, deep wants and needs are to have admiration and legacy. I want all the best shit that ever happens to me to happen to me when I know that it didn't happen. Meaning, after I'm dead. Like, to me, but that's like a fascinating thing to understand why. Like, I'm like, why do I want all the coolest shit to happen where I don't even get to see it? You want to look back on it? Like, is it for you, for your, your kids, or your I family, think, or the generations I think back beyond to you? The jet, my current hypothesis, because you know this is a forever fucking game. When you're, whenever you're doing something, even slightly outside the lane, you're, you're stuck asking yourself, what the fuck? The lane's so easy. Sure. This is hard. Absolutely. Um, you know, my intuition is actually the statue when I'm dead is exactly like buying the Jets. I'm obsessed with process. And I kind of like this idea that when, the, the end of my process is actually the end of my life. Sure. You know, and so I, there's just this deep curiosity of like, okay, that'll be it. That'll be triple zero. And like, and then what? But that's for you, but this, is there's, this the, there's no finish line, right? Like there's no finish line. No. You want to continue to grow and evolve and continue to keep stepping outside Always. that comfort zone. Always. And that's what it is for me. After setting two world records in the mountain, it was like, but okay. But what's in it for you? But for like, me, the next- To ne- me, that's the, what, what is interesting. Because I think, I think we in society need to start having a better relationship of the ability to hold both selfish and selfless acts in one. We've become a binary culture where it's black, white, left, right, yes, no. And I think we've completely gotten into a place where we do not have more nuanced conversations. I am fascinated my my ability to be selfless through my selfish wants and needs of admiration. Well, I would say this. You're saying, and I agree with this, by leading by example, by actually living your full truth in your full capacity, you're actually having a larger impact. You're having more resources, but also by actually sharing this, by being on this 100%. podcast, by writing books, by One, speaking, 100%. all the things that you and I both do, you maybe at a bigger level. Of course. But like, that actually inspires people, not because you're like, oh, but it's not about me. You're like, I'm doing this. I care about this. I have conviction. I, here's, here's actually what's funny about it and this is why I think you might be somebody that might help I'm curious if you can like I'm hope like I'm hoping you email me in 13 weeks and be like I got something because I think it's an interesting thought I think everything's about me <laughs> which makes everything I do nothing about me silence because no. it's an interesting thought like let me make it very clear so it's not confusing I only do what I want to do every minute the end Ironically, quite a bit of that leads to bringing an uncomfortable level of value in comparison to my contemporaries. Sure. Well, I think that what do people say to to you, but Gary, why? But Gary, why, right? Like people are asking you that. People ask me, Colin, why would you walk across Antarctica? Why? To me, it's like, it's almost hard to answer because it's so obvious why I would want to do that. Because I just want to tell motherfuckers like, yo, fuck you, I walked across Antarctica. (laughs) Like, you know, like, you know, to me, that's like what's cool about it. Like. Fuck, I, you know, Nate, who's my partner in Empathy Wines, who was my admin for many years, who worked here for a long time, India knows him well. Oh shit, I gotta FaceTime my kids. <laughs> That's what this is. All right, we're gonna wrap well, this up in a minute. Right. But let me tell this story and I'll it. buy you a couple minutes here to say how much I love you. All right. I, you know, I, I like to razz, like he was really, he was like, a re, like I love when I've admin, India, India and I have a very special relationship. Like Team Gary and I are very close, but like when you go into like even into admin world, it gets even to like another deeper thing. And so like, I'm always thinking about like what works, like how do I bring people value? And everybody that I work with has different things. Is it like, 
do you go with radical candor? Do you go with kindness? Do you randomly call them? Do you randomly follow them? Do you do, what do you do? What do you do to like bring the most value to them? Talks, are you always there for, do you make them feel like you're there for them? Do you try to build top, when they move to Portland, do you try to make sure people know about it so that people that do know me want them? Like, I know what I'm doing, okay? So Nate, I would always like raz about like, I've, I'm gonna have to go there. I've beaten Nate in tennis every time we've played. All right? And what's even more fun let is- Let that be known. And let that be known. And more importantly, you know, listen, 10 world records, I've beaten Nate every time I've played him in tennis. <laughs> Number two, Nate has been beating me in tennis on three separate occasions, five to two, to win the set, which is what we're talking about because we yeah. play one set. What happened in those games? I decide mentally not to lose. Now, to your point, that if I went naked in Antarctica, I would freeze and die to death. It wasn't just that, because then I would have never lost a match in my life. If I've decided not to lose, I would never lose. There's something in the relationship of me and Nate that has allowed me to do that. But anyway, I would bring this up a bunch to razz him, razz him, having fun, real fun, like, you know, brother banter type stuff. And then finally, like, I was like, I gotta like help him figure out how to like counter me. So I said, Nate, don't tell me you start intentionally losing to him. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I said, no. I said, Nate, you're a scratch golfer. People give a fuck about golf in society for... Whatever reason. Yeah, people like a lot of different things. Like, uh, I said, next time I say to you and make fun of you in front of people 5'2", you ask me what my handicap is. Well, I've never golfed. I don't even know. Like 17 times, maybe 11. Uh, so now he uses that all the time. And does it get in your head? Is it harder for you to battle back in that set? Well, my big thing is like, like everybody's got strengths and weaknesses and like I'm very passionate about people leaning into their strengths and then ultimately, and this is what's making this interview fun for me, is I want people who have emotional intelligence strengths to really, I wish that the world out there that was really compassionate and empathetic and sympathetic and kind realized they're the strong and they can win the whole thing, they continue to buy into their pushovers and people walk over them. That's because they don't realize that they actually use kindness as a manipulation, not as a truth. They're getting walked over because they actually weren't being kind. Their intent was wrong. They were trying to create some sort of scenario, but they did it in a way that was too obvious, so that's why somebody walked over them. But I think, I mean, I hate to do this, but I'm bringing it back to the book. The last chapter of my book is called Infinite Love. And that is not exactly what people would expect from a badass dude that goes alone and does this super hard thing that no one ever has done. But in harnessing the positivity, harnessing the love, harnessing that compassion, empathy, my wife, my team, et cetera, that's what I wanted to leave behind with this legacy to go like, no one can kind of question me in terms of like the difficulty, the challenge, what I've been through, whatever. So I can sit here and be like- But it's like, hey, I got there not from having the most ruthless chip on my shoulder. I'm super ambitious. I'm gonna knock on a thousand doors and if I don't get on a thousand time, I'm gonna knock on a thousand and one. But at the same time, where my mind went and the various, I'm starving, my ribs are protruding, I'm running out of food. I ended up pushing 77 miles and 32 hours straight on the very last day because I went to a place in my mind so deep in flow, so so deep in commitment, which is what you're saying about the tennis match. I'm just not gonna lose. And this was actually a race. There was another dude out there battling me. I live in that flow. Right. I actually live in that flow. And that's the beautiful, most beautiful place and the most it's, profound place. It's something place. that we have to, like, you know, it's so funny. I'm so happy meditation. You know what's really on the rise? Breathing. Yes. I'm seeing that really, breathing is, no, really, it's on the rise. People are really starting to I'm talk. I'm long like, breathing for sure. You know what's funny? Like, I, I've been talking about meditation for five years and I'm like, look, I don't meditate. 
Um, but Dude, I'm you so, got to. But I'm so pumped for other people. Like that. Pe- like everybody finds their thing. Like pe- some people love running. They get a runner's high. I hear. You know, like I get shin splints in one second. I want to kill the world. Like, <laughs> like we all have our things. Like my big thing though is like oh quickly breathing is really on the rise. Tons of people are starting to really are getting into like truly like being thoughtful about breathing. And I breathe really, every day, personally. There's a ton of, no, no, but listen, I mean this really cool, this is really cool to me because I want to put this out there because I want people to dig into it. You know, this notion of like if you exhale more than you inhale, it's like a very basic thought of like get your brain thinking that you're actually resting. Like I just have had three separate, fr- three, three separate friends who could not sleep, alcohol, pills, meditation, reading, different beds, sound machines, oxygen, open window, closed window, new rooms, moving, planes, walking, I'm going through it all. Three different friends with some variations of those all get into great sleeping behavior on five minutes of breathing before they go to bed. Raghav, you got something for me on this? Well, Wim Hof's thing, like you mentioned. I don't know what we're talking about, but go ahead. He has like this breathing technique that's like 10 minutes long. There's some dude. I do that like, he, like, he's, like on the, he's on the back of the book. And that's like a big thing. And, and irresistible read, the yeah. impossible first. That's one urgent question. With the like right mindset, what is each of us capable of from Wim Hof? Love it. Yeah, he's just a, so he's anyway, a breathing. I'm I mean, sure. breathing and, and cold and breathing. Yeah, cold showers, yeah. breathing. You do this shit? Yeah. But not all the time because it's hardcore? No, twice a day. Twice a day you shower cold? Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Do hard I mean, stuff. It's hard, but like in the beginning, it was really hard, but now it's gotten. Bro, I think everything's easy. Just fucking talk to yourself into it. The meditation, that, the that meditation shit, that I did to begin this ten years ago, long before I thought I was ever going to do this, is I got introduced. Someone said, "Go meditate." I never meditated a minute in my life, and I went and signed up for a ten day vipassana course. Ten day, no reading, no writing, no eye contact, and for me. It was, was it difficult? Yes, but committing to me, like, I wanna do this, I wanna take a deep immersion, and that trained my mind to have the daily practice, the, what you're talking about, Rob, which is actually doing it daily, but taking that deep dive first, have that full immersion. Most people say, and, I'm not gonna do 10 days unless I good, earn up to but that over time. This. And for some people, that's the way it works. For sure. Right, like, here's what people don't understand. They listen to podcasts like this, and are like, yeah, whatever, like, not, what, what people don't understand is like, there's 87,000 different ways, it's that we're not talking about all the ways that didn't work. For sure. Like, like we're sitting here trying to articulate all the things that did work. There's like a million things that don't work. It's about action. But actually keeping trying different things until Correct. something works. Which goes to self-esteem because so many people are scared about their loss publicly. For sure. How many, in your 10 world records, how many times have you tried to create a world record and not succeed? Before I set a single world record, I spent 20 years of my life trying to make the Olympics and I didn't make the Olympics. I came close, I fell short in two sports, in swimming and then also in triathlon. And then I kept reinventing myself and now I have 10 world records. So do you, have, like, I, weird you could lung, say I failed do you have for 20 lungs? years. Do you have like that weird lung thing? <laughs> no, um, no, really, I, I think well. the Nike runner guy, when he passed away, like the guy- Big who, VO2 max and, and stuff like that. And he had some like sort that. of like, then he like chopped them open and he like had ribs, like So lungs. far I've been tested a lot. I think I have pretty normal lungs, you know? I okay. might have a slightly better capacity than the average person, but- uh, I, I hate, believe, I, bro, believe we, I fucking hate running. Yeah, I heard the shin splints, man. <laughs> yeah, Different but that's shoes, like a maybe. cop out. Like, I just don't like it. I love jump rope though. I'm hot on jump rope right now. Yeah. You gotta breathe the jump rope. High jump rope, high breathing. I hate but. breathing. <laughs> no, really, I, I know I don't. I don't like forcing myself to breathe harder. Like I don't, like even like when I was like, this is recently on my radar, which is why I'm talking about like the whole exhale harder. I'm like, I don't like that. It's like, it's hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like things that come easy. I actually do. It's a very, back to like, it's, this is why I think I talk so much about strengths. 
I like the things that come easy to me. For most people, they're not a robot and can work 22 hours in a day like I did yesterday. Like, and by the way, I think everyone should sleep seven and eight and nine hours. Yesterday, serendipitously, because I went to the national championship game and then you gotta go with the fucking champion LSU players to the club. If you're, if you're in the sports representation business, you're fucking in this business. And like, and then my alarm didn't go off and like fucking all sorts of shit happened today. Punchline is, most people can't do that. I have natural energy. Heck yeah, yeah. So I'm leaning into my natural energy. Some people are pretty. Dustin, like I don't know how that being a pretty life is, but you know the advantages of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I, I really think in wrapping this up, there's no way, look, there's a, I, do I believe that people listening who are gonna be like, I'm gonna do that too. I do not believe that everyone was given the same group of talents. I do think that we should all challenge ourselves to be self-aware and try to figure out the talents and then if we're lucky that those talents match something we're interested in doing, we have to go pot committed to that. What, what I would say as a final thought, at least for me, Please. you're talking about my lungs. Are they bigger? Are they stronger? Am I tall? I mean, I'm a pretty you know, six foot you know, tall guy. But what I say, I believe the strongest muscle that any of us have 100%. is the six inches between our ears. And that's what we all have. We are born with a mind that we can flex and develop the in all sorts of different ways. The problem is some people ways. go with, with what they wish it was versus what it actually is. The brain can't, listen, I believe in the, bro, I actually asked you because I actually was asking yeah. if cold is a brain thing. Yeah. Cause I think it is. I don't know. Like I just decided at some point, like that. I was. Let me tell you the true answer. Yeah. I was losing coats all the time because I'm quite absent-minded. This is true. I would lose my coat, and my mom would get pissed. Like, in, like she's like, "What the fuck's the matter with you?" Because it'd be every time I get a coat, take it to school, and I'd be like, "What the fuck's my coat?" And it'd be over. <laughs> and it'd be over. So then finally, and I was just like, "You know what? I'm not gonna wear coats anymore. I don't need them." And like, I just convinced myself that I'm, I don't know. I've just you like, I'm no a, coat. I just never wear a coat. Yeah. So I don't know. What the fuck is that? Jake? <laughs> Sounds like a mentality then. Right. On the flip side, I do not think I can mentality myself to being the starting quarterback of the New York Jets. I do not think I can mentality myself to sing like Beyonce. I don't. I do not believe. Do I think I can be a better football quarterback in backyard football? Yes, I do. Do I think I can be a better singer? Yes, I do. But we have to have an understanding of like where the, where But you, wouldn't you rather, and your goal was not to actually play quarterback for the Jets, but wouldn't you rather set the massively audacious goal and if you fall short of it, like I fell short of the Olympics, you still land them somewhere and take what you've learned along that way and develop it into the next thing. Of course, thing, if right? I was interested in it. If you were of interested course. in it. That's why but, I say to people, but, set that audacious goal. what I wouldn't do, which is what I see from a drillion fucking comments, is then come up with unlimited amounts of excuses no. and blame to why I didn't become Beyonce. Right. But aim that high, engage the process to a the, thousand bro, times, a 10,000 times. I believe it. My brain tells me that I'm the president of the United States. Obviously, I logically know that I wasn't born in this country, but like, I really believe that if I was born in this country, I would be the president of the United States of America in the next 20 years. I really believe that. If you, if you had to go between president or owning the Jets, what would you do? If you had to pick one or the other. You know what's funny? My brain doesn't even work that way because I can't be president. I don't like make pretend. That's like asking me if I want wings and fly. I am not allowed. Would be cool though. If I could, I'd fucking win. And I'd win big. <laughs> I'd win big. I just I just have, I just like humans and they like me back. Yeah, respect. <laughs> That's respect. just real life. Listen, everybody, please pick up this book. Uh, it's important to India. 
And Colin, too, I guess. <laughs> Colin, thank you so much for being appreciate on the show, it, man. Thanks Good luck with the book. Yeah, I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed. And more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. <laughs> Have a great day.